This is a Hot Pie Media Original. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> this is a new intro. I just want to switch it up a little bit, man. That you sounds a little bit like uh, hey. Oscar the Grouch. Hey. Did it sound like Oscar? That's kind of, I mean, that's what hey. I heard. It sounded like a kid that was getting picked on. Hey, this is our podcast. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. It's Dan Pace Sports. <laughs> We've had a few drinks, guys. We've yeah, had a few drinks. I have had many drinks already. <laughs> uh, it's only one o'clock, but I am shit hammered. Five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not drunk. I might be high, though. I, I will say that. <laughs> when are but, you not? Yeah, that's a good question. That's to say. That's an oxymoron. Of course. The day ends in Y, Chad's probably high. You know? <laughs> oh, shit. That oh, rhyme. Nice. Yeah, well, oh. I also rap on the side. Is that like you a know? haiku? That was pretty nice. Man. I rap, do a little rapping on the oh, side, yeah, you know, good. from time to time, you know. Yeah. But. Uh, no, everybody, welcome to the DMP City Sports Podcast. I'm Chad Fisher, alongside my co-host, Tony Farmer. Uh, awesome week, man. We got some big, Dude. big sports games this weekend. I don't know if you remember, Chad, but way back, one of our first episodes, we ranked uh, you know, our top five sports weekends. Oh, yeah. And this was on my top five list. I honestly don't Wild remember where weekend? it was, one through five. NFL wildcard yeah, weekend, man. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, of course, you know, the AFC NFC championship weekend, that's fun, but there's only two games. Only two. There's a lot more games going on. And we got a Monday night game for the first wow. time ever. We got a Monday night wild card we game. Got, so we got Saturday, Sunday, Monday. This oh, is wow. beautiful. Ain't no girls getting uh getting uh dick down this week. No, there's a lot of husbands uh, out yeah. there who are like, sorry. All the husbands. I need my time. You're gonna be uh I'd invest in batteries this weekend because them vibrators <laughs> gonna be going nonstop. Cause they, uh men ain't touching no pussy this weekend. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> You'll be getting yeah. all your fucking in before uh Saturday comes. I know that. This episode is brought to you by Duracell. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. For real, this episode is brought to you by Odd Shark, <laughs> as it always is. Odd Shark is one of our favorite sponsors. You want to tell folks about it real quick yeah man you got to go to oddshark.com it is a free resource a lot of people ask me about this they're like how much does it cost to sign up i'm like dog it's free it's absolutely free you don't have to sign up for a membership you go straight to oddshark.com you can find what they got is they got eight or nine different sites they're going to tell you the lines from each and every one of those sites and there's a differentiation between all those sites not every one of them is the exact same number mm -hmm. uh where you see a big difference a lot of times is the over under uh the point uh uh total points and everything like that yep. you know what i'm saying so uh uh, who's gonna the between the two teams is score forty two on one site and the other site might have it forty five. You know yep. what I mean? And so if you whichever way you want to bet, you want to make sure you're going to odd chart so you get the best number. Nothing's worse than losing a bet by one or two points and then finding out later, hey, if I wasn't a dumbass, if I went to odd shark. I could have gotten this number on a different site and I would have actually won my bet, you know? Yeah. You know, as we've talked about on this show before, I started gambling at a, a, a young age and <laughs> he was it, like and, seven and I've gotten a lot more serious into, <laughs> into gambling, a little older than seven, but not much. Uh, I got, got started getting more serious into gambling. And if I could give anybody who wants to make that leap from sort of being a rookie or a novice better to like actually being a serious better and making money off it and, and working professionally in sports betting, I would say it's following this line movement because the novice yeah. better, what they always do, they don't go to Odd Shark, the novice better. They just wait till Sunday morning and they put in a bet and, you know, good luck. Yeah. The professional better watches these lines move throughout the week and they wait for their point to attack mm -hmm. and they wait for the line to hit where they want to and they hit it. Or they say, I know I like this team, but I'm going to wait for the line to move because I know it's going to look better on Friday. And you can use... Um, Odd Shark as your resource in order to make that happen. And like you said, they're free. They've also got articles and a whole bunch of other stuff. We're talking so much about football, but they got other sports on yeah, there. You, Boxing, UFC, a yeah. whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, tennis, golf, etc. So definitely head on over to Odd Shark. Start thinking like a shark today. O-D-D-S-S-H-A-R-K.com And we're going to be using them. We've both got them up on our laptop right, na yeah. right now. OddShark.com because I got, this whole episode, we're going to be talking about line movements. I, I've got uh, Odd Shark on here, and I might have some unsavory, not suitable for work things on my laptop here. So if it, <laughs> <laughs> you start hearing some grunting and shit like that, don't worry. That's just Chad's laptop over here, just just saving some time. I'm sure that, we can edit that out. Yeah, yeah. If you guys just, hear any beeps, yeah. any long beeps, it's, yeah, you know, just, sounds just, coming from Chad's laptop. I'm just over here saving tabs, if you know what I mean. A little one-handed <laughs> keyboard typing. <laughs> <laughs> no to self never touch chad's laptop oh ever. hell no you don't want to touch ever, this thing no you, you don't need a hazmat suit you don't touch this <laughs> motherfucker the things this camera has seen good god <laughs> oh shit i would i would be <sighs> fired from every job retroactively <laughs> retroactively uh i would never get a job in the future if oh. this if this computer could talk <laughs> <laughs> i love I'm it joking, i love it but not joking but yeah man 
Uh, what are some of the games that you're looking at, man? Because there's a lot of good matchups this week. I'm, I'm looking, looking at trends, to. man. I'm looking at trends. Well, let's talk about what's historically happened this wild card weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So since 2003, small sample size, but since 2003, double-digit home favorites. I'm talking about the Chiefs, for instance, over the Steelers. Mm-hmm. They're 5-0. and Double-digit home favorite. Believe it or not, there's only been five times in the wild card weekend there's been a double-digit home favorite. That one kind of makes sense, though, right? Because you got a team that maybe barely squeaked into the playoffs, like the Steelers, who maybe doesn't, some people would say, deserve to be there or barely deserves to be there, going up against a stronger team. Teams like the Steelers tend to get blown out 5-0 and since 2003. On the other hand, since 2008, home favorites of seven points or less are only hitting at 33%. In other words, you want the seven home, points or more. Seven mean? points. Uh, no, no. When home favorites, seven points or less. So a small home favorite. Oh, okay. Uh, they're losing those games against the spread. In other words, uh, underdogs such as the 49ers this weekend plus three, um, such as the Cardinals this weekend um, plus four. Uh, actually, so sorry, they're not at home. My bad. Those teams are on the road. My bad. Yeah. Home favorites of seven. Uh, or less are hitting at 33%. Fucking everybody's bets so, up, Tony. Man. I know, I know. Let's let's rewind that there. Um, <laughs> but I do like the dogs this week, though. That was a little oh, preview wow. into my head. I do like the dogs this week. I like the 49ers plus three. I like the Cardinals plus four. Um, I'm not going to touch that Steelers game. I do, you know, the line's at 12 and a half right now. I see that going up to, you know, 13 or 14. Um, so if you do like the Chiefs, I'd get it now because I think that line's going to, Gonna go up. Well, you say you um, like the underdogs, man. Let's start with the first one. Yeah. Vegas at Cincinnati, man. Uh, uh, Cincinnati's a five and a half point favorite. Six in some places this is why you gotta go to Odd Shark. Yep. Oh, uh, it started. The line started at six and a half. And it's gone down a little bit. How are you looking at this game? So when I look at this game, I like Cincy to win the game. I do not like Cincy to cover. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Cincy to win the game just from a rest perspective. You got the Raiders are coming off this grueling overtime game where they they had to expend all their energy just in order to get into the playoffs. And now what do you got? You got a short turnaround. They got to play the earliest time slot. They're and playing fly on Saturday. Halfway across the country. Travel. Great point. Great point. Travel. They've got um uh they've got injuries. They've got a rest issue. What did the Bengals do? The Bengals rested their quarterback. The Bengals rested half of their team against the Browns this this weekend. So you got a Bengals team that, one, is coming in fresh. Two, those fans are going to be absolutely nuts in Cincinnati because, I mean, they've not had, gosh, how long has it been? Maybe 1990 or something since they've had, you know, a, a playoff win. And so, um, big yeah. time meth town, too, man. So, you Ooh. know, they're going to be juiced up. <laughs> if you haven't watched the show, my theory is there's a lot of meth towns in the NFL. And those meth towns, their their fans are extra juiced up for these games. Plus, a playoff game, you got it's a meth town, number one. <laughs> Two, they haven't been in the playoffs in forever. And three, it's a home game. And those fans are going to be raucous. Yeah. And it's against Vegas. Another meth town? They're going for meth town supremacy here, man. And I think Cincinnati is a better... I mean, Las Vegas is like the meth capital of the world. You know what I mean? That and like Jacksonville. But uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm with you, man. Uh, actually, you know what? I just changed my mind just like that. That's wow. Like I, have, I have not thought about this that much. I think Vegas is going to be rest, rest versus rust, you know? So mm. uh, Cincinnati didn't play last week, but they haven't played in two weeks now because they, they rested all their starters last week. I think Vegas is gonna is a hot team right now. Uh, I don't think Cincinnati is as good as people think they are. They did play in a, like a kind of a mediocre division. Um, that's gonna be at home, but we'll see, man. We'll see what George, Joe Burrow can do. Obviously, this is the biggest game in his career, but I think Las Vegas is gonna win this game. I think the one thing, if I'm gonna play devil's advocate with my own argument, the one thing that did make me a little bit nervous when handicapping this game is the Bengals' offensive line is not that good, and the Raiders do have a good pass rush. Yeah. So Bengals are going to need to get creative. You know, They're going to need to chip some guys. They're going to probably need to keep the tight end in to help block a little bit, maybe some screen passes, things like that. Um, you know, I don't think this is going to be a Jamar Chase 225-yard kind of game um, just because that pass rush is probably going to get home. So while that's a concern, um, I still do like um, the way the Cincinnati defense matches up against the Raiders. Cincinnati doesn't have an overpowering defense, but I like the way the the, the matchups are there. And um, and I just think the Raiders are going to run out of steam, man. Like I said, this isn't this isn't even just about this grueling game that they had in overtime last week. Think about the whole season, man. Think about how mentally and physically exhausted these guys got to oh, be yeah. just from dealing with. I mean, w- one of your best friends and teammates is now you know facing a practically lifetime in, in jail because of a drunk driving incident. Um, they've had several players get in trouble. They had John Gruden leave the team. 
I mean, this has been an exhausting season. And hats off to them. You know, I honestly didn't think they were going to beat the Chargers right. and, and make it into the playoffs. Hats off to them. It's a cool storyline with John Madden just passing away and then the Raiders make the playoffs. It, it's cute. It feels like they've had two seasons in one, man. Because that John, doesn't that John Gruden stuff feel like ages ago? Yeah. And it hasn't been. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that preceded the Henry Ruggs situation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's just like one thing after another. It's been a very long season for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, but I still think they're gonna they're gonna win this game, man. I just don't have that much uh, confidence. See, in if you think they're gonna win the game, you must love getting the five and a half points. Then, oh yeah, I'm taking that all day long. Yeah. Um, but I would even uh, let's see what the money line is on this uh game right here. Two oh five plus two oh five or two ten or two ten. That's not bad. Anywhere That's from two two hundred to two ten. That's not bad. So uh, yeah, it's not it's not great, but it's not bad. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I would take that. Yeah, for sure. And if you're listening to the show for the first time, you're not familiar with this uh, this betting lingo. Plus two ten would mean if you bet a hundred dollars, you're gonna get two hundred ten back. If you bet ten dollars, you're gonna get um, twenty one dollars back. Yeah. So um, yeah. so yeah, that should be a good matchup, man. I'm definitely looking forward to watching that game. I'm also looking forward to this next game, even though it's an interdivisional matchup, and these guys mm. have already played twice this year. Uh, New England and at Buffalo, a lot of people thought New England was a sexy pick earlier in the season, about halfway through to make it to the AFC Championship game or even the Super Bowl, and it kind of fizzled out a little bit. I think they finished 10-7, and seven, right, at mm-hmm. the end of the season. Uh, they're kind of backing into the playoffs, so to speak, not playing their best football. They're going to be at Buffalo, a team that's looked a lot better in recent weeks. Uh, Buffalo is a four-point favorite at home all across the board, four points. It opened at four and a half, and now it's uh, to four. Uh, who do you like in this game, brother? Yeah, I hit this one pretty hard at four and a half. I, oh, did you? I, I, yeah, and and the reason I like this is is simple. It's Bill Belichick facing the same opponent three times. I'm gonna take yeah. the, the 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 Bills don't have bad coaches, but when you got Bill Belichick saying seeing the Bills for the third time, a rivalry game, a team that he knows well, um, I, I think they're gonna do well here. Yeah, it's a cold weather game. Definitely keep an eye on the weather if you're looking at the total in that game. Uh, but I don't see the weather impacting one team more than the other. These are two cold weather teams. They're used to the uh, the the climate. Now, you do have Mac Jones. How many times has he played in the snow? That's a little concerning, okay? Uh, Josh Allen is 1-3 ATS in his uh, four playoff games that he's played. So he's not lighting it up in the playoffs necessarily. Um, I like the Patriots here, plus 4.5. You know what I like more than that, Chad? You can probably predict what I'm about to say. I like it teased up. Oh, yeah. A little six-point teaser. Oh, oh Tony teaser I, I over here. I also did the hell yeah, man. I also teased this up six points and got it 10.5. You guys can still tease it up six points and get it 10. It's not too late. I think now is the time to move because it might go down to three and a half. Um, and then at that point, you're going to be at nine and a half and ten's a lot better than nine and a half. So this is a great, great teaser opportunity. You're going up through seven, which is the second most common number that games land on after three. Tony, and so Tony, the teaser over here. Oh, man. I love dude. This is a teaser weekend, man. This is a teaser Ooh. weekend. You've well, I don't want to, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We've got other games. That but sounds sexy. This is a, dude. This is a three game teaser and a four game teaser. weekend. Yeah. I never talk about four game teasers, Chad. This week, Ooh. there's a four-game teaser I a like. four-way teaser, huh? <laughs> yeah. Is that your laptop talking or yeah. you? Yeah, oh, no, that, that was me. That was me. That was me. <laughs> a little teaser. You must like strip clubs, man. A little teasing action, huh? <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> Who doesn't? But uh, as you said, the, the uh, over-under there is 43 all across the board. Uh, it w- uh, was 43 and a half. 43, man. How, how do you feel about that line there? You know, this to me, it's all going to be about the weather. Yeah. You know, and, and again, I want to I want to clarify this, okay? Wind is what is we're looking at. the biggest one. Not, people, not pe- rain, not snow, nope. but wind. Exactly. Because people say, oh, the rain and the snow. But what happens, the rain and the snow, snow especially, defenders can fall down. And mm-hmm. that can lead to an 80-yard pass. That can lead to a crazy kick return, a crazy punt return. Mm-hmm. It's the wind that affects the way the ball is thrown yeah. and the way that kicks are happening. Or the effects, I'm not going to kick. I'm going to go for it because of the wind. And yeah. so keep or an eye on that wind. You can't throw the ball downfield. You can't stretch exactly. the defense because of the wind. So you're doing a lot of short inter- intermediary passes and stuff like that. Yep. So yeah, pay attention to that. Obviously, 43, uh, dude. I, I would take the over on that if the conditions are 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 right. You know, because uh, I feel like both those teams can put up 20 plus points. I think um, I'm 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 devil's advocate. When you've got familiarity, when you've got teams that know each other really well, we tend to see lower scoring games because of that familiarity. Yeah, okay. Nobody's going to surprise yeah, yeah. anybody. Nobody's going to shock anybody with you know the secret weapon wide receiver that they got or you know anything like that. They've seen each other's plays, and so that would worry me in this game. And then our other divisional matchup, the Cardinals and Rams. I think people may be tricked into going over. Over. These are two high scoring, two high scoring teams. Um, but if anything, I would probably lean under 
you know, whether cooperating. It's a great point, man. That's a great point. Something to consider. Those are the two Saturday games. Let's get to the Sunday games. We got Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is an eight and a half point favorite. It opened at 10. Now it's down to eight and a half all across the board. Uh, who do you like in this game? Tease it, baby. Tease it Jeez, down. Ooh, Six points. It. Bring the Bucks down so that the Bucks are minus two and a half. Now the Bucks just have to win by three. You get under that, underneath that key number of three. I say it all the time. 15% chance that a game's going to end by exactly three points. It's the most common number. So getting under that three is key. Okay. Mm, I also good. like. I also like the Bucks in a 10-point oh, teaser. Yeah. So Tell if you're not familiar... <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. If you're... You like that tease down. <laughs> you want me to tease that down for you, down to three? Dude, you got to drink before every show, man. This is great. <laughs> so, so if you're not familiar with teasers, if you want to do a 10-point teaser, you have to pick three teams. You can't do like a two-team 10-point teaser. You need three teams. Uh, Why is that? So it's, it's just like the way it's set up. You know, mm. like six-point teasers, you can do two. 12-point teasers, you can do four. And uh, two two teams, you can do six, six and a half or seven. It's just the way the casinos have it set up. Yeah. Um, I guess it would probably be a little too easy if it was only two teams. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, if we're going to give you the same payout, you're going to need to add more yeah, teams yeah, and add more risk. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, so the three teams uh, that I hit um, for a medium sized bet, this is more than pizza money, folks, um, <laughs> would be um, the 49ers plus three getting teased up 10 points. OK, we've got uh, the Bucks teased down so they just need to win the game and you're getting you know a point little little buffer um just in case um and then the cardinals tease from plus four up to plus 14 so as long as the 49ers and cardinals don't get blown out and the bucks win the game outright you're gonna win that bet and Mm -hmm. i think that's a a pretty safe three-team teaser this week that's smart man for sure uh yeah man tampa bay uh philadelphia the the point spread I don't want to touch, man. Eight and a half is a lot. Yeah. I'm still not totally sold on Tampa Bay's receiving core. We have no idea that's going to be a mash unit, and so yeah. uh, I like your idea of teasing that down because I think Tampa Bay's going to win this game. I'm, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher than people think. I don't think they're going to cover though. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they covered. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't cover, which is why I'm not touching it. But I would be shocked. If Tom Brady, even with that mass receiving core, doesn't beat the Eagles, like can you imagine any universe where he doesn't win this wild card game where Tom Brady no, gets no. knocked out of the wild card round By against the Eagles yeah. in Tampa? It's just not a happening, folks. Team. So, yeah. which is why I like the idea of teasing it down to two and a half, or take the money line, throw the money line in a parlay too. That's not a bad idea. Speaking either. of which, man, Tom Brady, this is a you, you want to watch as much Tom Brady as you possibly can because mm-hmm. we don't know how many more opportunities we're going to get to see this guy in the playoffs. Tom Brady in the playoffs is one of the most beautiful things in sports that I've ever witnessed. This guy is a matchup nightmare. It, it, it seems like, I mean, going into that game against Green Bay last year, he threw three interceptions and still won the game. He finds yeah. a way to do it. Obviously, he's always had great teammates and all that shit. No one's, no one's doubting that. But he's still yeah. Tom Brady, still the best football player, best quarterback of all time. And it's not going to be touched for a long time, in my opinion. Uh, you want to watch these games, man, because you're not going to get to see him play too many more times. Even if he plays three more years, you only got three more of these, you know, yeah. so – Watch as much Tom Brady as you possibly can. I know I'm definitely going to be watching that game, and I'm going to be rooting for Tampa Bay as well. But I don't think they're going to cover that. I still think it's going to be like a three- or four-point win. But um, the over-under in that one there is uh, 49, 48.5, somewhere around there. Um, Dude, I'll take the over, man. I think Tampa Bay is going to put up a lot of points. Yeah, I'm not going to touch it. I mean, the nice thing here, we don't really have to worry about weather, obviously, with the game being in Florida. Yeah. Um, we know that the Eagles like to run the ball. Mm-hmm. We know that the Bucks have a very stout run defense. In my opinion, the best run defense in the NFL. I think so, that it is, actually. Um, yeah. Statistically, it is, certainly. Yeah. And so, um, especially with, with Vitave in the middle, I mean, they're, they're just so tough to run against. So I can see a lot of two-yard carries and one-yard carries and three-yard carries for the Eagles. That's going to keep the clock moving. Or did the Eagles just say, fuck it? I'm going to abandon the run. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep throwing. Um, and then that would kind of, you know, lean us more toward a, a high scoring game. I don't know the answer to that question, which is why I'm not going to touch the over under now. Now, this is a live bet opportunity. If first quarter, the so, fucking Eagles yeah. are running a no huddle yeah. and just throwing the ball around recklessly, that might make me say, you know, what? I like the over here. Yeah. Um, and so if, if the Eagles come out their first possession and, you know, 75% of their plays are runs and they're actually having a little success getting four or five yard carries, that's going to make me say, you know what? I think I like the under here. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait and probably live bet that one. Yeah, I don't blame you, brother. Uh, next game, old school. Uh, a lot of these, th- these, these two teams were meeting in the NFC Championship game a lot. Some of my favorite memories of sports, some of my earliest memories of sports involve these two teams going up against each other. Um, 
Dallas and San Francisco. In Dallas, Dallas a three-point favorite all across the board. Uh, you gave us a little insight earlier into to which way you're leaning, but uh, tell us your thoughts on this game. Yeah, man. You know, I, I like the Niners plus three. I'm going to throw out my bias. You guys know that I'm a Niner fan, right? I also have a very large position on the 49ers, 40 to one to win the Super Bowl. So there's a lot of bias oh, here. Shit. I want to throw that out there. But I really do think the 49ers are going to be able to run the ball on this Cowboys defense. Um, I think they can out physical the Cowboys. The one concern that I have, and it's a big one, folks, is the 49ers weakness of their entire team is their secondary, specifically their cornerbacks. Okay. The Cowboys have two dominant receivers in Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. So I don't like seeing, I don't like when one team has a strength that matches up really well against another team's weakness, mm. right? The, the Cowboys wide receivers and Dak matching up against the 49ers cornerbacks, that is a mismatch without question. Now, on top of that, you got Jaquaski Tart, the 49ers safety, who is maybe going to be banged up and maybe going to miss this game. It's going to make the 49ers secondary more susceptible. So these are the concerns. What can hopefully negate that, if you're, uh, if you're on my side here on the Niners, taking them plus three, is the fact that the 49ers' pass rush is dominant. Yes, the Cowboys have a very stout, great offensive line, um, but I think Nick Bosa can, can disrupt the Cowboys and, uh, and really put pressure um, on deck so that the receivers don't have time to get down the field. So I like the 49ers here, plus three. I like the 49ers in a money line sprinkle, as I recommended last week, and it hit uh, with that game against the Rams. Thrilling game, by the way. Um, yeah, I like the Niners here big time. Now, one other thing I'm going to say, you may want to wait to bet this until you hear if Trent Williams is going to play. The best tackle in the NFL. I don't even think that's a debate. The guy is dominant. And uh, if he's out and you got the Cowboys with Micah Parsons, they've got great pass rushers, that's concerning if you have some young, inexperienced tackles. in a Well, Tom Compton's experienced, but he's not very good. Um, you got some, some lackluster, mediocre tackles against those guys in a playoff game. That's concerning. So Trent Williams is in. I say fire away at the Niners plus three. Definitely Niners teased up whether Trent Williams is in or not. I was just over here laughing because that was a great explanation. I listened to a little bit of it, but uh, I, I stopped about when you said Jaklowski Tart, man. That's a, you start daydreaming about that's, like that's just desserts a funny and ass shit. name, yeah, man. It just makes me want to go get some like some yogurt or some shit. I'll take uh, I'll take chocolate and Jaklowski Tart. Mm, that sounds I'll have the good. Peach parfait yeah. with some strawberries and some Jaklowski Tart. Mm, that sounds good. It sounds like a like an English treat, like a. Like something you put on top of a Danish or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they eat Danishes, right, over in England. That sounds about right. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds right. But yeah, that makes me hungry for some dessert. And <laughs> if he's not playing, I don't even want to watch this game. You know? <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. Uh, dude, <clears throat> I don't know. I can see this game going either way, man, because I'm not super confident in Dallas. And San Francisco seems like they're a little bit hot right now. They had that big, epic comeback. Uh, just last weekend against the Rams, who they seem to own, as you've talked about several times on this show. Uh, how badly does uh, Sean McVay hate uh, the 49ers? Oh, uh, he must. Did you <laughs> see that punk celebrating in the end zone, by the way? No. Hey, NFL officials, do you not throw a flag when the head coach joins his players oh, in the end zone oh, and is go. celebrating with them? Chad, I'm not talking like one foot was in the end zone and one foot was out. He was in the fucking end zone wow. celebrating with his players. I guess that's okay now in the NFL. Did you miss that? Did you miss the head coach of the team celebrating in the end zone? That's How bullshit. would you miss that? That's bullshit. Oh, man. I was so fired up when I saw that. Oh, I, I, I bet the 49ers were extremely happy to beat his ass. You know what I'm oh, saying? Especially after Shanahan. That? Oh, I bet Kyle was like, uh, give him a little old Jim Harbaugh, what's your deal type <laughs> shit afterwards, man. <laughs> Those guys are tight, though. Oh, like, they and Shanahan are tight. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For they sure. seem like they would. They both seem like pretty to me <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a lot of other coaches and those two staffs that have coached with each other it's, oh, okay. it's almost incestuous those two yeah, teams yeah. and the way that uh they've coached with what each other what a jackass and stuff. so he was that, in the that was zone. unbelievable that's to unreal, me. So it, it made the victory more sweet for 49er fans believe me so after, if after he starts that. if he starts joining celebrations and starts like they start choreographing shit and he's <laughs> in it he's involved i'm i'm gonna stop watching nfl man dude it, <laughs> it, was, it was frustrating to see on a serious note speaking of the head coaches though um i think the 49ers have a huge coach mismatch here I think the the Cowboys. Oh shit! Anytime the Cowboys play, they got a mismatch in the coaching. Yeah, dude, Mike McCarthy is a jackass, yes man puppet. That dude is a dumbass man. 
I think I mean, it top sucks because five worst coaches in the NFL. Nah, oh, that, that, you oh. know what? You know what? I think I'd say that at the beginning of the season. I'm going to say top ten worst coaches in the I'll NFL. I'll say now. top three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is a terrible coach. That guy doesn't yeah. know what the hell he's doing, man. We've chronicled some of his poor decisions earlier this year. Oh, he's, yeah. he's awful. He's coaching the NFL like it's 1987 still. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like yeah. some of the decisions that he makes. Going was a, We talked about this all year long, some of the dumb shit that he's done. And, it's, and some of the things he's lucked out yeah. and been okay, and then some not so much. Uh, who knows? He can end up costing them a big game, you know, playoff game this weekend. I don't feel confident in, my, in the coaching uh, matchup in this if I'm a Dallas fan and for that reason I'm going to take San Francisco I think that San Francisco is going to come in and I think that they're going to they're going to beat uh, Dallas at home uh, this just isn't I, I just have no faith in Mike McCarthy I, I root for Dallas because a lot of my friends are Dallas fans you're a 49er fan so I root for them as well um, but I, I just don't trust Mike McCarthy man as far as I can throw that yeah that little I, I agree and you know what it's cinnamon. not it's not even just a head coaching ma- uh, mismatch I'd say it's a coaching staff mismatch you know the 49ers got a guy in their defensive line most casual fans probably haven't heard of him Chris Kasarek he's probably the best defensive line coach in the league and you saw the impact that he had in that game against the Rams when the 49ers weren't getting pressure at first then he starts dialing up all these stunts and stuff in order to get to the quarterback started putting pressure in the second half on Matthew Stafford ultimately led to you know the the game ending interception that's what this dude can bring to his staff so yeah the Cowboys offensive line concerns me a little bit but I think Caseric will have those boys ready and really the 49ers pass rush has never looked better than it has last week so they're getting hot at the right time hey everybody we're proud to announce that the DMP CD sports podcast is brought to you by better help that's better help.com better help is awesome dude because this is the perfect time of year it's uh you know Holiday season, a lot of people go through loss or experience loss or reminded of loss, uh, whether that's a loved one, a pet, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or, or a Vegas contest. A Vegas contest. Dude, oh for real, God. this is a real story, Chad. So yeah. so I started using BetterHelp oh, because every time you know I turn on the TV, I see the Raiders, I see the Cowboys, and I'm reminded of this terrible gambling loss that I had. So I I started using BetterHelp. I've had a couple sessions with them and it was seriously like super helpful, man. She like walked me through how like the loss that I was experiencing was actually somewhat similar psychologically like to the loss of a loved one. Like where Mm -hmm. you go through like those stages of grief and stuff. It's obviously, you know, doesn't compare in like the emotional sense of like, I'm not saying it's worse than that, but yeah. in terms of the grieving process is really similar. So it's super helpful, man. I'm, I'm, I'm digging my, my better help experience. That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, I, I was just going to say, <laughs> you got something to say. over ah, It's so funny, man. <laughs> People are like, I've lost my dad and my cat died and my life's just not the same. Things like I lost a contest. No, you know dude, I, I lost know. an opportunity at $6 million. I know, Let's dude. not make light of it. I know. But like what I'm saying though, is like you had to have gone into this thinking like, dude, you know, there's like a one in a no, 7 billion chance I'm going to win this one in 4,080 chance. But you still have to get all the games right. So that's like even more. It's not just you against other people. It's about like, you know. Yeah. So every week it's that at least. You know what I'm saying? So but it's like, well, better help this if you're going through a loss like Tony, like a, a, a like a uncontrollable, you know, devastating loss like Tony has. You know what yeah. I mean? Chad would not make a good psychologist making light of other people's losses. This, this, this is, is why like, you got to go to I'm, better help. I'm dude. struggling with something right now. Chad's just like, that's not a big deal. That's, you need to yeah, get over it. I've been through worse. You know? <laughs> that's, what, that's what my my uh, that's what my, my slogan would be. You know what I'm saying? If, like uh, I was a therapist or something and I was like just trying to get like people out of this play. Worst been, therapist ever. Hey, I've been through worse. It, <laughs> It, it could be worse, okay? But seriously, this is why you don't want to talk to me. This is why you got to go to BetterHelp and yeah. get some professional licensed therapy. This isn't self-help. It's not like uh, a crisis line or anything like right. that. It's professional therapy done securely online. And if you go to betterhelp.com forward slash DNP, you're going to get 10% off your first month of therapy, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. And you can do video chats with them. You can do phone chats. You can text them. You can text them 24 hours with you if you want, and they're going to respond pretty quickly, which is awesome. Yeah, so make sure you go to uh, betterhelp.com forward slash DNP. You're going to get 10% off your first month. It feels like Mike McCarthy's, every time I see him on the sideline, it looks like he's always thinking about like Cinnabon or something like that. <laughs> he's like, damn, when this game's over, I'm about to tackle me some Cinnabon. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm all oh, that mall down in um in Fort Worth. Oh, I'm going to be hitting that shit up. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a police escort to that motherfucker after this game. <laughs> yeah. And then one other thing, man, I got to make a joke about, was uh we talked about this last night, man, but your tweet about um 
Wanted to see, you said Jimmy Garoppolo versus Tom Brady in the NFC Championship game. He said, who doesn't want to see that? And, <laughs> and I was cracking up laughing and I was making fun of you about this last night because I right? said, everybody, nobody wants to see that shit besides 49ers fans because no one else is thinking like, oh, dude, that's now that is a, a matchup of Titans right there. Jimmy Garoppolo. But as we said, that's fair. No, as we said, he was one pass away from winning a Super Bowl, yeah. which would have been huge. But that that is the razor thin line of yeah. being great and mediocre. You know, no, and your, so, your, your point is well taken. I think, you know, any fan, if they had their choice of seeing 49ers and Bucks or say Packers and Bucks, yeah, would yeah. obviously yeah. choose the the Rodgers Brady matchup. Kind of what I was going for. And most of the people on my my Twitter are 49er fans, honestly. Yeah. What I was going for there is really just the storyline of mm. there was all this tension yeah, between yeah. Brady. A lot of people forget Garoppolo. about this, and I did too. Yeah, and 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 it's uh, some of it is substantiated, some of it's unsubstantiated. Uh, remember, Brady came out in the press uh, it, it, when he was interviewed for that uh, podcast or documentary, and he made that quote that said, "After some team passed up on him in free agency, oh, I can't believe you know they hired that." What You're gonna say? go with this fucking guy? This fucking guy, that's yeah, what it was. And yeah. there was speculation that that fucking guy might have been Jimmy Garoppolo and that team might have been the 49ers. Yeah. Don't know for sure, but there's some hard speculation that it was. So kind of what I was going there, going for there is that I think the storylines of Garoppolo versus Brady will be a lot of fun. The sports mm. writer in me thinks about, you know, the the media leading up to the game and what's gonna like build the most intrigue. Obviously, Brady Rogers, you know, tops that. But the Garoppolo Brady storyline would be pretty fresh for sure. I don't think that uh, Brady would have done as well in San Francisco, man. Just because I don't think mm. that him and Shanahan would have coexisted well. I think Shanahan would have been fired probably uh, after a season Damn. because I don't think they would have gotten along too well. Obviously, Shanahan is a uh, you know he likes to think of himself. A lot of people will say that he's like a genius type type guy and everything like that. But we're talking about Tom Brady, the best quarterback yeah. of all time. And so I don't think that would have worked. I think it worked out the best it possibly could have for Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. Absolutely. They got an excellent shot to win it again this year. Although they don't have a wide receiver core. It doesn't really matter when you got you got uh, TB12 back there. But um, By the way, real quick, speaking of the Bucks, I don't know if you guys remember, Pam Maldonado mm-hmm. came on our show months ago, and she talked about this epic parlay that she hit the prior year. It was week 17 the prior year. She basically plugged in all these players' Uh, contract incentives that they had, you know, X number player, X player needs to have 43 yards in order to, uh, 43 receiving yards in order to hit this $250,000 escalator in his contract, et cetera, right? So she had this, she paired them together and made this epic fucking parlay, won a lot of money off of it. And so we told you on Twitter, we said, keep an eye out for week 18 next year. So week 18 rolls around. I put money on Rob Gronkowski getting 85 or more receiving yards. I put money on Rob Gronkowski getting at least seven receptions. What does Tom Brady come out and say after the game? I wasn't coming out of the game until I got Gronk his money. So you knew Brady was going to help his boy. And it wasn't just Gronk either, by the way. Uh, Marvin Jones for the Jaguars needed four catches for a big $500,000 bonus. He hit that in the first half. First drive of the game, he has three catches. Oh, wow. So remember this, guys. Last game of the season, every NFL (laughs) season, um, this is the coaches want it to happen. The players want it to happen. Um, and so the organization wants it to happen because yeah. that's a great recruiting tool for next year. Hell it's like, yeah. Hey, we're going to get you paid. We're going to make Hell sure you yeah. get your incentives. The one of the worst things you can possibly do. This seems like something urban Meyer would do is sit a guy that needs two catches for 10 yards or something like that right. to, to reach an incentive in his Help contract. Help me out with the salary cap. Yeah, 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 yeah. But or the, there was speculation with the Colts with Carson Wentz. You know, if he didn't reach a certain number of snaps, they'd only have to give up a second round pick instead of a first round pick to the Eagles for him. You know, <clears> stuff like that. But, but Tampa Bay has been known to do this. They did this last yeah. year with a couple guys that needed uh, to hit certain milestones to reach contract incentives. Yeah. So they're not shy about that. In fact, they encourage it and they try to do it actively. And so, yeah, that's a good bet, man. Everyone's got to make mark this in their calendar, man, yeah. for this time next year. Absolutely. January 1st or 2nd, put something in your calendar to 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 look at these contract incentives. And you can find this information. It's readily available. You can find it yep. online anywhere. Uh, there's always going to be a, several articles written about who has to get yep. what in order to to hit their contract bonuses and everything like that. So, yeah, it that's is very lucrative. The only one that lost and didn't hit for me um, was A.J. Green. A.J. Green had to get, I think, like 55 receiving yards. Um, and he wasn't able to hit that milestone. So uh, Kyler Murray's probably not A.J. Green's best friend right now. I'd no, imagine that. So, no, he ain't getting uh, no Cinnabon, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, next game, this is going to be like a, I don't know, it's going to be an ass-whooping. Uh, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. I can see Kansas, uh, Pittsburgh keeping it close for like maybe a half, and I think Kansas City is just going to be way too much. 
Um, Ben Roethlisberger, maybe last game ever. It, it sounded like a little bit, maybe I'm wrong, but it sounded a little bit like he wants to stick around in football, maybe be a backup somewhere, but he doesn't think that's going to happen in Pittsburgh. Because mm. uh, he, he didn't say retirement. He says my last game in Pittsburgh and everything. So, um, yeah, uh, so Kansas City's a 13, uh, 12 and a half to 13 point favorite uh, all across the board. Uh, that's a big number, man. What are you looking at? at this it game? is, man. You know, just like I said, I can't picture the Bucks losing to the Eagles. I just can't picture the Chiefs losing to the no. Steelers here. Now, would I be shocked if the Steelers covered the number? Absolutely not. I mean, I think that's a coin flip. I think the Steelers could could absolutely cover that number. Remember, this isn't last year's Chiefs. These Chiefs have struggled uh, on and off throughout the season. I like the Chiefs tease down here in a 12-point teaser. Pair it with those other uh, games that I mentioned, those other three games that I mentioned, the 10-team teaser. Um, I think that's a really, really safe bet. I got a, a good chunk on that as well. Um, so I like the Steelers' money line, obviously. like the Steelers' tease down. Even 10 points, you know, if, if, if you're seeing it at 12.5 still, tease that down, get that below the three, and have uh, the Chiefs 2.5. I think that's a, a pretty safe bet as well. Um, but if you forced me to pick a side here, I think I'd say the Chiefs are going to cover. You know, we talked about that trend. You know, home favorites of double digits, 10 points or more, are 5 and 0 since 2003. Fitting that model would be the Chiefs here in this game. Also, the over under, man, 46 and a half. What do you think about that? So that's a really good question. Um, your first thing that you got to do is you got to look at the weather, right? And there's going to be surprisingly good weather in Kansas City. I looked it up and uh, the temperature is going to be like 40s, you know, like mid 40s, which is. No precipitation, Warmer, yeah. reasonable reasonable wind. So for a day in Kansas City in January, that's about as best as you're going to get for weather. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't really have to worry about that too much. Uh, the Chiefs are banged up a little bit, man. K- Kelsey's not 100%. Tyreek Hill's not 100%. Um, I'm actually going to probably surprise people here and go over. I think this is going to be oh, one wow. where the public goes... Uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm going to go under. Yeah, the yeah. public's going to go over. Yeah, public's I think so too. Chiefs over. It's like fucking automatic. Mm-hmm. You know, when the public sees the you Chiefs in a big that. game, yeah, yeah. primetime game, the Chiefs Chiefs over, Chiefs over, Chiefs over. I think this is going to be a pros and Joes total here where the 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 Joes are saying over and the pros are taking the under. Um, I'll, I'll feel very comfortable with the under in this one. I would also take the under because I can see Kansas City getting out to like a 31-10 lead or something like that or 28-10 sure. or something like that and kind of just sitting on the ball the rest of the game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that Pittsburgh's going to be able to hold up their end of the bargain and score 23 points in this game, you know. So yeah. uh, putting that all on Kansas City to score basically like 40 or more points, I mean, I can, it's definitely plausible, but I don't think it's going to happen. I would take the under on this one as well. You know what's interesting about Ben this year too? He's struggled early in games, and then he seems to like warm up and get yeah. better as the game goes on. Well, I don't know if that's – yeah, is that his old bones? He's our age, man. He's our age, man. It takes me a while to warm up too, you know what For I'm saying? For real, dude. I don't know if that's old bones – or it might just be a product of missing practice during yeah. the week because you have old bones. And so you just it, – it's it's like a relief pitcher coming in. You know what I mean? Sometimes uh, it takes them a while. They get knocked around and they settle down and throw two or three scoreless innings. It's yeah. like, oh, dude, just need to get warmed up. So I say that to say I might look at a Kansas City first half line here or even a Kansas City first quarter line because I can see them uh, jumping out to an early start in this one for sure. I, I, I can't picture the Steelers like – jumping out to a 10 or 13 point lead. I just can't fucking yeah, wrap my yeah. head around that no, scenario. So, no. uh, yeah, Kansas City first half is pretty sweet too. Doug, I don't blame Big Ben though, man. It takes me a while to get warmed up too. You know, when me and my girl in bed, I'm trying to get some tang. Take, <laughs> take me about 10 minutes, 12 minutes to, you know, get the juices flowing, start, you know, getting that little quack, <laughs> quack. <laughs> put a little put some hip into it and shit it we're learning me. so much about you today oh, dude i'm just I, i'm an open book today man you know what i'm saying whiskey tends to do that to you if you know what i mean uh no but uh yeah i don't see i don't see pittsburgh uh 12 and a half is a lot i probably wouldn't touch the spread you know what i mean mm-hmm. but uh, i would bet that under man 46 and a half yeah uh first ever monday night Woo! Wild card weekend game. This How is gonna be fun. Is that yeah, gonna be? This is gonna be awesome, Ugh. man. And we got two teams that, dude, that haven't looked great. Uh, the the Rams, which is crazy, man. Who uh, around week six, seven, eight? If you could have gotten on the L.A. Rams to win the uh, the NFC West, could have got some good ass numbers because you know Arizona jumped out to that eight eight and zero start. Yep. Looked like the best team in the NFL for about eleven weeks of the season, eleven or yep. twelve weeks of the season. And now they're backing into the playoffs. They don't look good. They've been exposed a little bit here in the last four or five weeks of the season. Yep. And now they're going to play a road playoff game, of all things. Um, I don't know that the Arizona fans are going to take over SoFi Stadium like the 49ers fans hmm. did this last weekend, which was unbelievable. Yeah. At the same time, it's not that 
crazy because it's L.A. There's a lot of transplants there. Close enough. That yeah. team's been there for what? three years no one gives a shit about them you know what i'm saying yep uh they're just not huge L- la is the bandwagon city man they're they're not you know there's not dire they're like the lakers that's about it you know what i'm saying yeah um so who do you like in this game man i'm kind of on the fence here la uh is a four-point favorite all across the board yeah i like the cardinals here a lot oh wow um the reason being i'm gonna ask you a question chad you know who terrell burgess is no yeah, most people don't. That's who's probably going to be starting at safety for the Rams oh. because Jordan Fuller just got hurt against the 49ers. Um, he's their trusty, strong safety. He's been playing for him all year. Now, Taylor Rapp was already hurt. He's questionable for this game. So you might have a safety tandem of Nick Scott and Terrell Burgess going up against Kyler Murray. Now, you bring up a good point, Chad, that these Cardinals are not as hot as they were earlier this year when they had DeAndre Hopkins. I understand that. But when you've got literally the last two lines of defense against a team that likes to throw as often as the Cardinals do, um, being these guys that nobody's heard of. I mean, Burgess was a a third-round pick last year. Um, In terms of NFL experience, he's practically a rookie, even though last year was technically his rookie year. Playing in a playoff game with all this pressure against a guy like Kyler Murray who presents so many issues scrambling out of the pocket as a safety, you got to make some tough decisions. You know, do I try to meet him at the line of scrimmage or do I stay back and, and defend my guy? So. I think that Kyler Murray is going to be able to put these young and experienced guys in some pretty tough positions. I also sense, and maybe this isn't fair of me. This is just my intuition telling me this with, with very little um, proof and evidence to back it up. I think there's a little bit of turmoil in the Rams locker room. I think that they brought in Von Miller. They brought in OBJ. They got these big personalities. If you had to bet money right now, do you think uh, OBJ is is happy right now after that? That, that dude's always... He's always dehydrated, so he's always unhappy. You know what I mean? The dude's always pissed off because when you don't drink enough water, you're in a shitty mood. That's a fact. <laughs> As we've talked about. Yeah, on the show. if you yeah, just drink yeah. a high C and Hawaiian punch all goddamn week, you're going to be pissed off, man. You got to have water, dog. I don't care if it makes you feel your tummy feel squishy. The Rams yeah. are going into this game. I, 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 that was that was one of the most ridiculous stories we've talked about on this show. By the way, him OBJ? saying, that, yeah, him saying the water makes uh, his tummy his that's tummy the feel dumbest squishy. Shit. Or his stomach feels squishy. Dog, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I think he did say tummy. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. He didn't say tummy, but he might as well have. You know what I mean? He should have been like, dude. That's like something I expect my son to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? I don't like water. Make me my tummy feel squishy, daddy. <laughs> Like, dude, you're a grown-ass man, and you don't drink water? What the hell's wrong with you? So ridiculous. Like, has has he ever spoken to, like, a personal trainer, a nutritionist, <laughs> or just a fucking actual human being? A human? Anybody? Yeah, dude. Anybody? What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. I don't like water. Dog, you don't... How... How the hell did he make it this far not drinking it's water? Great. Imagine how good he'd be if he did drink water. Oh, dude, he'd probably be Jerry Rice. Ooh, man, Jerry Rice 2.0, man. Can't that's believe scary. it. He, someone got to get him some water, dog. Ooh. But... Yeah, I don't think he's happy. I agree with you, man. Getting all those big personalities in there. Although Von Miller obviously isn't on the same uh, level as OBJ and everything like that and making it, getting attention and everything. One thing I like is OBJ, this dude, like, I feel like he he likes celebrating more than he likes winning. For you know? real. It For seems real. like <clears throat> it's when he was with the Browns, too, anytime he would score a touchdown, which is very few and far between, but when he would score a touchdown – Say he catches a pass and he's and he gets tackled in the end zone or something like that. This guy was like, you could have had like Yokozuna or something like that sitting on his chest, and he's going to get him off of you. He's going to get him off of him so that he could do his celebration, <laughs> some little dumbass dance. And then yeah. it always be like, you're like, okay, well this is at least going to be cool, and it'd be some dumbass celebration. Yeah. You're like, dog, this is what you were so excited to get up off the ground for to do this dumb shit, and he just goes way too far, man. Dude, score a touchdown and just walk back to the sideline once. Yep. You know what I mean? He's like the Steph Curry of fucking uh, NFL, man. Steph yeah. Curry, that dude acts like he solved fucking, he cured cancer every time he fucking <laughs> hits a three-pointer. Like, Jesus Christ, dude, we get it. You're super impressed with yourself. You we're going to get fact-checked on this. Steph Curry did not cure cancer, Chad. He, he did not. They're going to they're going to fact-check us, despite, us despite popular belief <laughs> of how you would you, if you showed someone like his reaction after he hits a three, you're like, oh, well, yeah, he just he just cured AIDS or something, right? They're like, no, no, he just hit a three. And they're still down seven. He's like, oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, you could have fooled me. You know? Yeah. It's, you, you know, speaking of celebrations, I'll go on a little tangent here for a second. It's interesting to me that the NFL has this, this emphasis on uh, taunting, right? Yeah. You can't taunt, right? So we saw earlier this year, remember the hip check game? Yeah. With Cassius Marsh supposedly taunted Tony. the sideline. Literally all he did was look at the sideline. Tony Corrente throws the flag. Yeah. Right? 
So that's not taunting. Excuse me, that is taunting. That's deserving of a flag mm-hmm. that can totally change the game. But I'll say it again. A head coach can celebrate in the end zone. You yeah. can score an interception and group yeah. celebration yeah, photo entire, with players from the, the sidelines. The entire defensive unit, even the guys on special teams, can How run onto the field. How is that not taunting? Yeah, dude. How is that not taunting? Just because it's not like in their face, it's not directed at them? I, I don't understand. Dude, the NFL is going to eventually have like a clock. You get like 30 seconds to celebrate and stuff <laughs> like that. They're like, okay, let's see your routine. Let's let's get it. And, and if it's like a good choreographed dance routine, you get like an extra point. You don't even have to kick the extra point. You're just like, okay, that was good. We give, we give them fives across the board. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, dude, I don't understand how the, how the entire half of the team is allowed to run out of the field and take some – Picture that no one's even taking a picture. Of, it's so you know dumb. What I'm saying? It's, it's the so dumbest dumb. shit I've ever seen. It's so lame. A guy that doesn't even have grass stains on his jersey running out on the field like he actually had something to do with it, dude. It's yeah. like, dude, you didn't do shit. You're on the practice squad last week, dog. Yeah. The reason why you're on the team is because of COVID, jackass. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to touch this game, man. These two teams, I don't, I don't have any confidence in either of these teams. I guess a gun to my head, I had to pick. I'll go with the Rams just because they're at home, you sure. know, but. I'm not confident in Matthew Stafford. I'm not confident in Sean McVay. I think he's an overrated coach. Um, At four points is a lot. I would actually, uh, I would take Arizona if I had to. If you're getting four, yeah, man, I would take that. I agree. I like Arizona money line and a little sprinkle and a parlay. I like Arizona plus four a lot, and I really like Arizona teased up to plus 10 and a six-point teaser. Love them teased up in a 10-point teaser to plus 14, as I mentioned earlier. Um, as well. Yeah. Earlier this year, these two teams have played, sorry, Chad, these two no. teams have played, and uh, the Cardinals uh, beat the Rams 37-20 to week four, and then week 14, the Rams got some revenge in Arizona and won 30-23. Uh, to In both of those games, Matthew Stafford was the leading passer. He threw for 280 yards the first time and then 287. So he's playing well against the Cardinals, but he's also not like lighting it up either. So yeah. something to keep in mind. And the over under is forty nine and a half or fifty. There, mm. uh, I would take the over with that. I don't think I think both these teams it's going to be back and forth for a little bit. But I don't expect too much from these. I mean, you never know in the NFL playoffs yeah. the team can get hot. It's about matchups and everything like that. But I don't anticipate these two teams either. Of these two teams making a deep run. But I've seen weirder things happen, man. So that's going to be the Monday night game. That's pretty that's awesome. Be so we got fun, man. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So, ladies, if you're a listener to this, you're going to want to get that dick now because you ain't going to be getting it for, for this weekend. I Your know man's going to be busy. He's going to be busy. That's for sure. You're you going to jump on that dick as soon as possible, ladies. It's funny. The Rams go into this game. Uh, it, we got to put that on a coffee mug. That'd be a great. Yeah. That'd be a great quote. Yeah, dude. Maybe an inspirational poster we can hang up in the some back. Some t-shirts or something. Or something like it. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I like yeah. it. Yeah, ladies, get the dick because football season is right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, you ain't gonna be seeing this dick for about seventeen weeks, motherfucker. <laughs> I used to, man, I used to see um, uh, memes and like half advertisements for Madden when like the new Madden would come out. I mean, mm-hmm. pictures of like a girl like sitting on the edge yeah, of the bed and it's yeah. like warn her now, break up yeah. with her now, Madden's coming out. Yeah, that's it's that's so uh, my girl come March Madness and shit. She ain't getting dick for the four days, first four days of the March Madness. I mean, I'll right? squeeze some in, you know what I'm saying, but it ain't gonna be you know, it's not gonna be my best effort. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be like Ben Roethlisberger. It's gonna take me take me a quarter or two to warm up. You know so, <laughs> oh, you have to it. grease the wheels a little bit, baby. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Hey, but, speaking of John Madden, man, we haven't talked about his passing <clears throat> on this show. Yeah, man. dude. You talked earlier about how we really need to soak up Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You know, when I watched that documentary a couple days before uh, John Madden passed, as a lot of people did on Christmas Day. It kind of made it was just made me like reminisce about the '90s, and and you kind of take that for granted. Summerall's voice, Madden's voice, that was really a big part of my childhood. And then when it's gone, you're like, oh man, like games aren't the same. And I think I think you brought up a really poignant point about you know us appreciating Tom Brady because we got maybe a year, two or three left. We'll see. Um, and so yeah, soak soak up Tom uh, Madden. I'll tell you my Uh, favorite John Madden story. It has to do with gambling. Yeah. So um, I heard this on uh, Gil Alexander's uh, podcast. Gil Alexander, who's one of my favorite sports betting personalities, talked about how, and I don't know where he heard this from, but he said that Summerall and Madden would have a bet in the booth. And it was when they went to do a promo. Mm -hmm. Summerall had to preview the TV show Murder, She Wrote. Oh, that was my shit. So he'd say... Coming up after the game in his Summerall voice, which I can't do That was pretty good, well. dude. That wasn't bad. Coming up after the game, you're going to be watching Murder, she wrote. And they would bet on how long Summerall could hold the pause. Oh, dude. That's hilarious, man. 
So, so what, what was the? Do you know what the the number was or how many seconds it was? I'm not that? sure, man. But but yeah. but Gil sh- like actually played some of the clips and some of them oh, were really shit. quite long. Oh, I gotta and, find and, this man. And apparently Madden was just rolling because oh, Summerall dude. would just crack him up. And of course, oh, we'd never shit. see this. The, the yeah. fans would have no idea when they're watching the game. But Summerall would would would, would really extend out that pause because it oh, sounds funny dude. to say coming up after the game murder and everybody's like what she wrote <laughs> <laughs> but that's also how it's supposed to be pronounced you know what i'm saying because it's like murder she wrote right 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 you know what I'm saying? it's not like yeah. murder she wrote yeah you know, yeah it's murder there's a comma wrote. yeah yeah yeah, it's yep. mur- yeah a lot of yep. people don't know that there is a comma after murder <laughs> and murder she wrote and i know this because my mom was a huge murder she wrote fan no shit and would watch that shit all the time and so Angela Lansbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always watch that shit. I agree with you, man. Uh, I will say this, though, real quick. I, I thought John Madden was already dead. <laughs> dog, I did. I was you, like, thought, you thought that documentary thought, was like a tribute to his life? Dog, I thought he was dead until after the Michigan Ohio How State game. How did you game. think he died? I just when? thought he died. I thought he died like a long time ago and I missed it or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, why is he not still calling games? The guy was the best ever. You know what I mean? I thought he was dead until <laughs> after the Michigan Ohio State game. So he texted Jim Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. And said that, that was like the best offensive line performance he's ever seen. And I was like, how do you, they got text? They got cell phones in heaven? What the hell's going on? <laughs> How's dude? And I was like, what? I thought he was joking or something. And I'm like, oh, damn, John Madden's still alive. Mm. So then I was like, happy as shit. Like, oh, dude, that's awesome. John Madden's still alive. Then I got sad like a week later when he died. And I was like, fuck. So you, you poor thing, man. You had to go through the trauma of John Madden passing twice. Twice. I have PTSD from it, actually. <laughs> Much like many of the writers from the Boston Globe for events that I never attended or people I ever met. I have PTSD from John Madden dying oh. twice. This motherfucker will not die. Wow. So I'm assured, I'm assuming that he is actually dead this time. I think this time, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Well, apologies to the Madden family if any of them are watching. Not, none of them are but uh I, yeah so i do i thought he was already dead so it wasn't that big of a shock to me well so i thought he was alive for, so then he was alive for me <laughs> to me he was alive for another two weeks after i thought he was dead for like 10 years and then so i i was like happy as fuck that he was alive and then he died like two weeks later, and I was like, "Oh shit, this sucks!" What a roller coaster for you, Chad. <laughs> yeah, dude. What a roller yeah, coaster, that is man. Le- legitimate wow. up and down. Like, oh, John Madden's <laughs> been gone, you know what I'm saying? And then someone's like, "No, he's still alive." I'm like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" And then like, "Hey, guess what? John Madden died." I'm like, "You sick you know, son of a bitch." I think I- I'm really, I'm really like wondering why I'm laughing so hard at this, and I'm like, "Am I?" And I think the reason that I could laugh is because he's 85. Yeah. If this was like a you know a 29 year old that didn't live a long life, and we're sitting here laughing about it, it'd be a different story. Yeah. But John Madden lived a long life. Uh, he, he lived a happy life. I love the stories about and I th- how. I think he would laugh at that too, man. I that think guy so was too. funny as oh, hell. Hell yeah, he, he was. was uh, I will guy. say this, man. He was. He's my like by far number one favorite uh, NFL announcer of all time. Yep. Uh, Agree. Him and then uh, a very distant second place is actually Chris Spielman. A guy that went oh, to Ohio no State. Yeah, I love yeah. Chris Spielman, dude. That guy Why, is. You like him despite his Ohio State. Despite talents. the fact wow. that he went to Ohio State, and that's crazy for a, for a Michigan guy, yeah, a Michigan man to say you over. that Chris Spielman is my favorite announcer. I used Damn. to love when he called Michigan games, man. Yeah, he, yeah. he was he was uh what, he's one of my favorite people in sports. Wow. Uh, he went to the same high school as my grandfather, uh, Maslin High, and oh, okay. uh in Maslin, Ohio, big time football school. They were, had a documentary about it. Uh. Maslin, uh, he's a Maslin Tiger. Uh, we used to play. They were the Tigers, T-I Tiger. We were the T-Y. We couldn't spell for shit. I went to Mansfield Senior High. <laughs> we spelled Tiger with a Y because we were dumb Whoa, as hell. that's yeah. weird. We were Dang, just dumb. I never heard of that. Yeah, but uh, Chris Spielman. But John Madden is my number one favorite announcer of all time. The funny, him and Bill Walton, I said this on our Twitter, him and Bill Walton, the two best and funniest announcers of all time, in my and opinion. he was unique. You know, there's just a lot of people he he... Such he a, started using the Telestrator before people yeah, did. He started yeah. using the bam, whack, the sound effects yeah. and stuff. Um, and he knew he so was so knowledgeable. Funny. He he, he so brought comedy to to uh, sports. He knew he was funny. He knew he was a funny guy. Yeah, he was definitely you know uh, 
tightroping the the fine line of comedy and, and still being yep. a good uh, analyst and everything like that. But he was hilarious. He knew he was hilarious. Yeah. And he had a, a special way with people. Everyone loved that guy. I mean, his man. legacy. He, he had the turducken <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. The video game. Um, you know, he, he was on all, all the major networks. I mean, at one point or another, he worked for them all. The dude made his legacy. What I really liked about the documentary, which if you haven't seen it, by the way, you absolutely must see it. Um, he really talked about how he wanted to be remembered as a coach. It was really oh, wow. important to him that he was remembered as an educator. And I think that a lot of that coaching and educating that he did came in the broadcast booth, came with the video games. Yeah. How many people yeah. learned football mm -hmm. through Madden, the video game, you yeah. know? Um, I didn't realize, I got to admit, man, I learned a lot from that documentary, some things I didn't know. I didn't know how early he retired. You know, he retired from coaching at age 39. Yeah. And Whew. and he uh, has like the best winning percentage, I yes. believe, in, yes, in all of uh that, that's an amazing story right then and there, man. Um, yeah, I, I used to play uh, back in the day when I played video games. I don't play video games anymore because I'm not a fucking dork. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like because I'm an adult, <laughs> I don't play video games anymore because um, uh, I get pussy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play video games anymore because I don't pay for pussy, you know, anymore. Um, but <laughs> he says anymore. Anymore. There's a time, you know. There's a time in my life, you know. Some dark times and there was some uh, when I had a lot more money than, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't play games, uh, uh, video games, because I uh, turned. 13 um but uh when i used to play video games when i was a kid man those were the games i used to always play was uh oh, yeah was john madden i remember that shit all the time I had my pa pass i remember that uh yep. uh all the all the plays on there that was like one of my favorite games man for um, me it was super tech mobile before madden and then obviously the madden franchise were just incredible yeah I mean, I, the franchise mode in madden i mean i've spent it's kind of scary to think about how many hours of my childhood I spent playing that oh, game. Oh, yeah, I you did know, too, man. Look forward to it every year coming out and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, there's like a three or four year stretch, man, where I played that. As soon as it came out, we got it. Super Nintendo and yeah. shit. And played that motherfucker until it didn't work no more, man. Yeah, I played that game obsessively. In fact, here's a little fun fact. You're not even going to believe this, Chad. Madden's competitor, ESPN and Sega, came out with NFL 2K. I swear to God, I'm in, I'm in NFL 2K4. Well, how? Yeah, that's a good question. So I won a contest from 2K3. Oh, this contest you won. This is a... Oh. <laughs> oh. Better call better help. I was having a good day. I was having a good day. Thanks, Chad. You know, it was nice to come on this show for an hour and forget about the Vegas contest that I lost for $6 million and came back close to winning $6 million. I, I, I forgot about it for about an hour and was having a really, really good hour I kind of forgot what that felt like to have some normalcy. Thanks for reminding me. And then I remind you of it two minutes before the show's over and shit. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. Not cool. Not cool. Oh, but anyway, so one time you won a contest. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, So there's this contest. This is like right before online gaming where people like weren't playing with each other from like different houses and across the country and shit. Mm -hmm. So you played against the computer yeah. and then it gave you a code that you'd type into the internet that would sort of represent how well you did, how many interceptions you had, how many touchdowns you had and shit. Mm -hmm. And long story short, man, I played this game so much that I could predict it. It was disgusting. Like I knew that if they ran this route and I took this linebacker and I went over and did this, that I'd be able to intercept it. And uh, I put up such ridiculous numbers. People on the internet were like, you have to be a glitcher. There's no way you can put up hundreds of points in this game. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you must be like typing in fake codes and shit. And I'm like, nah. So long story short, I came in second place. Oh, wow. And the first place grand prize they got to choose any uh player on the sega sports challenge team it's mm -hmm. this fake team that the game made up and put in the game you got to go into the settings and turn it on right and then i came in second and so i picked uh the wide receiver number 80 as an mm -hmm. ode to jerry rice yeah, yeah. and so i am starting wide receiver number 80 tony farmer on the sega sports challenge team in nfl 2k4 for that's awesome playstation man. i know it's pretty it was way cooler when like it was in you know, the, 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 the stores, you can walk by it in Walmart and target. Um, you know, I've tried a couple times at the bars to be like, Hey, can I buy you a drink? I'm in NFL 2k4. Nah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't, they're, they're like, you're in what? Not, not and I'm so like much. NFL 2k4. Have you heard of Madden? They're like, yeah, I've heard of Madden. And I'm like, so 2k4. What? And they just walk away. You got to go to one of those geeks, who, geeks who drink, uh, meetups. <laughs> That's when you're going to get the pussy. That's when the girls you know, are like, Oh but shit. How many people can say they're in a video game and not yeah. just like I created my own character in my yeah. video game. I thought it was pretty cool. Fun fact. That's I always cool. use it in two truths and a lie that game. Yeah. 
You know, if you play that, because yeah, yeah, people yeah. never see it coming. They're like, what? You're in yeah. the video game? Yeah. Fun fact. Were you like a slot receiver? Or you outside? Oh, no, outside receiver. Oh, really? Outside receiver, yeah, yeah. They, they let you... Uh, did you provide like the numbers, like your height and weight and all that stuff? Or I distant? did. I did, man. And mm-hmm. I, I was a heavier dude at the time as well. So I provided a photo. My photo's in the game. And I started off going to a community college. So when you click my player's profile, it says Three Rivers Community College, which is an ode to Norwich, Connecticut, where I'm oh, from. Wow, dude. And so, yeah, man, I'm in there. I'm in That's there. That's awesome, man. Probably got acne all over my face in the <clears> photo and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like this motherfucker. <laughs> Uh yeah man this is a fun ass episode oh, this is a lot super of fun, fun episode man yeah. uh you want to make sure you follow us up follow us on all of our social media accounts on Twitter we are at DMPCD show on every other platform we are at DMPCD sports make sure you go to hotpotmedia.com you can check out all of our past episodes you can also check out some of the awesome some of the other awesome uh podcasts that Hot Pie produces um give us a follow give us a like please tell your friends about the show subscribe all that good stuff 49ers Cardinals Bucks 10 point teaser check it out Thumbs up if you're watching on uh, YouTube. And then HotPieMedia.com. They got a lot of other great uh, podcasts as well. Um, some new ones coming out. And then you can sign up for our newsletter there as well. Thanks so much for listening, folks. Yeah, make sure you go to OddShark.com. That's our go-to resource for all the numbers that we've gotten to share with you during this program, during this uh, episode. It all comes from OddShark. It's the best. Uh, if you're going to make a bet, if you're if you're ser- any type of serious about betting, you have to go to OddShark.com. Make sure you're getting the best not, uh, number. Make sure you're also reading up about some of these matchups and stuff like that. Make sure you, uh, you're you uh, informed before you put your money down. It's a great resource, and it's absolutely free. No subscription, no membership, none of that. No, no, don't have to pay a dime. Just go straight to oddshark.com. You're going to get all this information. It's going to give you a leg up in some of these bets that you're making this weekend for Wild Card Weekend. Uh, great episode, brother. Uh, we got, uh, we'll be back next week uh, with another awesome episode, maybe a guest or two. We'll see what's going on. But we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, thanks for watching. Please tell your friends about the show. For Tony, I'm Chad. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.